Verse one, now listen to this, listen to this. Listen to this. There is therefore no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. Here's the cool part. If you're in Christ Jesus, Christ Jesus is in you. And when God looks at you, he sees Christ Jesus, thank the Lord. You know, because I don't know about you, but I ain't so squeaky clean all the time. But he is. Amen? No condemnation for those who are in Christ. Because through Christ, Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you and me free from the Listen to this. He has set us free from the law. God, get that part. He just skip over that part. He has set us free from the law of sin and death and hell. Amen. Oh, but preacher, there's stuff in my life. Let me help you. Thank you telling you there ain't no stuff in everybody else's life. There's stuff in everybody's life. Okay? I was talking about a certain situation, a certain person with an orientation this week. They're like, you know, I don't know whether they belong to the church. I said, I'd rather Listen, you need to understand something. This is for every one of you. Six years old to 106. All right? This is for every one of us. Oh, but I got an attitude. Every one of us got an attitude at one time or another. Right, Leah? I mean, yeah, but um, a woman got an attitude. All right? I need protection at the end of the service. She's already told me she's taking me out. So, and I don't mean on a date either. All right. But he has set us free from the law of sin and death. For what the law rules, anybody here has ever been around rules? They get you nowhere. What the rules were powerless to do because it was weakened by the flesh. God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. And so he condemned sin in the flesh in order the righteous, I love this part. You gotta listen to this part. Jake will listen up there. Listen to this part. I always forget JC won't let me use one of these. All right. This is so awesome. This is so awesome. In order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us who do not live according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. In other words, you already met the standard. You already made it. Not because you already made it, because he made it. And he did it for you because he kind of knew. I probably wasn't going to make it. Are you with me? Somebody should be having a hallelujah fit. You know, one of them ones where when in the old days, they used to wave hankies going up and down the aisle. You know. You better not say that. Pastor will do it. Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on the flesh. Uh, what the flesh desires, but those who live according to the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. The mind governed by the flesh is death. Let me interpret that just for a second. 
if you think you're going to pull this off, if you think you're going to be good enough and holy enough, you're in trouble. You're not smart enough. You're not pretty enough. You don't give enough. You don't do enough. You're not nice enough. Our best efforts are nothing but filthy rags, the, bottom, uh, the, the Bible says, next to the holiness and righteousness of God. You've got to understand, we're never going to do it, but he already met the requirement. That scares church people when I say that because then we can't control them. I don't want to control you. I want God to control you. When God controls you, you absolutely are going to be the awesome person God created you to be in the first place. Are you tired of me saying that about he created you in the first place? You've got to understand. That's the most important thing that people need to understand. He created you with a purpose. He created you awesome. He created you powerful. He created you to do great things. The only person getting in the way ain't the devil. It's you or me. I.e., get out of the way. Amen? Verse 9. You, however, are not in the realm of the flesh, but are in the realm of the Spirit. If indeed the Spirit of God lives in you. Does the Spirit of God live in you? See, this is very important. You're going to find later in this passage, very, very important. Now, let me tell you how hard it is for the Spirit of God to live in you. God, would you please come into my life? Do I need to say it again? See, the church sometimes, and you know Satan's going to tell you, oh, man, this is hard. This is difficult. Difficult. This is complicated. Man, you may not be able to figure, you may need a theologian to figure this out. A theologian will absolutely make you so discombobulated, you're, you're not even going to know who your name is. Let me tell you how simple it is. God, come into my life. He's standing at your heart's door, asking to come in the first place. All you got to do is, Open the door. Turn the knob. When he comes in, he plants in the very center of who you are, what? Who? His Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen? Why would you not? Verse 11. I love this verse. And if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his spirit who lives in you. Woo! Amen. That's some good preaching. If I must say so myself. Please hear what this is saying. This is so important. Um, the next couple of verses are, are extremely important, but I don't really have time to do justice, but I'm going to go ahead and read them. Therefore, brothers and sisters, we have an obligation, but it is not to the flesh to live according to it. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. Church attender, person who has asked God in, you need to hear this. You must remain focused in God and his spirit. If you take your eyes off him, like Adam and Eve did, and you place them on the forbidden, 
You need to hear this. You need to understand this. Bad things are going to happen in your life. Okay? All of a sudden, there's a separation. All of a sudden, there's, there's so, something going on that you don't want to happen. You must die. For if, um, romance. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if you, by the Spirit, you put to death all the misdeeds or the junk in your life. Amen? <laughs> of the body you will live. Now, here's what I wanted to get to. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. Now, let me help you with this, okay? Is everybody listening? All right? Nobody gets this right all the time, okay? I mean, there are times that I'm, damn. Did you ever fire on all cylinders? And there are days where I just don't. There are days I listen to God and his word and his spirit. And there are days you finish the sentence. You know what I'm saying? I want you to hear that. I want you to know that. But you know what? That's actually a decision that you make. Today, I will be led. I will listen to. I will be obedient to what the Spirit tells me. Well, Pastor, how do I know what the Spirit tells me? It's just a bunch of experience. After a while, you start to realize that was the Spirit. When you're a young Christian, you're kind of like, was that the Spirit or gas? You're, you're not really sure. You know what I'm saying? You're, you know, which is it? You know, but as you grow old, like Pastor Jay, all of a sudden, you begin to go, you know what? I know the Spirit. And let me help you with something. The Spirit always follows the Word of God. So if it's according to the Word of God, it's the Spirit. If it ain't according to the Word of God, it ain't the Spirit. Amen? The Spirit you received does not make you slaves. I'll read it again because y'all missed it. The spirit you receive does not make you slaves. No, sir. So that you live in fear again. Hallelujah. You don't have to say, oh, I hope he doesn't get me. He ain't going to get you because you live according to the spirit. And the Spirit's bigger than him. Amen? I said, oh, I grew up with that. Anybody else grow up with that? Oh, I hope the devil doesn't get me before next week. I, I mean, by the time I was a teenager, I couldn't figure out whether God or Satan was bigger. Let me help you. God is bigger. Okay? His Holy Spirit can see you through, no matter the obstacle, no matter the struggle, no matter the situation, no matter that person. Amen? Rather, the spirit you received brought 
about your adoption. To sonship or daughtership. I don't know whether that's a word, but I like it. You understand what I'm saying? Hear what I'm saying. This is important. Are you an adopted son or daughter of God? Let me finish this, then I'll finish my sermon. And by him, we cry, Abba, Father, which means Daddy. Amen? The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, I like this part. We are heirs. Don't be laying that trash on me that I'm a pauper. I drive Stacy nuts with this. Everybody wants me to develop a budget. And I understand where they're coming from. I do. You know, you ought to have some idea what you're doing. I don't have any idea what I'm doing, but I, you ought to have some idea what you're doing. You know, I have people, well, you got to count the cost. Well, you go ahead and count the cost, and I'll just believe it's coming. All right? And I, that's not what Stacy means, I guess. But I do drive her crazy. It ain't a long drive. But we're heirs of God and co-heirs with Jesus. If indeed we share in his sufferings, in order that we may also share in his glory. Now, please hear what that just said. Please hear what that just said. He didn't say, you give your life to Jesus, you become an adopted child of God, and all your problems go away. That's garbage. That's trash you hear on television and radio that absolutely is a lie straight from the pit of hell. Okay, but let me tell you what it is, what it does say. I'm an heir and a joint heir with Jesus. I am an adopted child of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Are you with me? Are you with me? This is important. This is so important, all right? I'm an heir. I'm a son of God. My daddy loves me more then me loves me. Anybody? And you know what? It's awful. But me love myself. Y'all just sit there so holy. But we, we, yeah, we like ourselves. We want good things for ourselves. Amen? You multiply that times one million and you just begin to understand how much your heavenly dad loves you. You see, you may have come in here lonely. You may have come in here hurting. You may have come in here bewildered. You may have come in here going, ah, man, what am I going to do? How am I going to make it through this? You know, it, it ain't fair. Haven't we all used those? I want you to understand something. You don't have to walk out of here that way. You can walk out of here. I am an adopted. 
And let me tell you something that was in the Greek. Not that anybody cares what's in the Greek. This is a legal transaction. So you are absolutely legal as an adopted child of God. It's the real thing. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He'll never, here's the cool part, because I've had relatives want to do this. He will never kick you out of the family. I still got relatives who like to kick me out of the family. And that's all right. You know? But you can walk out of here secure. I got nothing to fear the rest of my life because I am an adopted child of God. Make sure that's who you are. Anybody can say amen. But it takes a little bit to say, you know what, God? That's what I want in my life, and I want to go live it. Amen? All heads bowed and all eyes closed. Preacher, I don't care if it was before, but today, I make a decision, a choice. I choose today. You may have done it before, but that's okay. We want to make sure. I choose today to be an adopted, an adopted son or daughter of God Almighty. Raise your hands. Raise your hands. God sees them. Father, I pray for every hand that was raised. I pray for everyone here, young and old. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you would wrap your arms around your kids today and you would do a great and mighty and dynamic and powerful work in their lives. Let them know. Your word says right in the middle there. Let them know through your spirit in their spirit that they are adopted by you in you. And help them to remember because of you, because they're adopted in you, they ain't got no condemnation. They got nothing to sit around and feel sorry for themselves about. That you already did everything that was necessary for their salvation. You're living in them through your spirit. And now, Almighty God, they have nothing to fear. They can leave this place today and they can go live before a world that needs them to live in a mighty and powerful adopted way. Bless us, Lord. Thank you, Lord. May you be glorified. May you be praised. And all God's people said, amen. Stand up, please. Everybody asks me all the time. They ask me all the time, Pastor, you tell us to go tell people. And I've been saying it the last few weeks, and I want you to hear it. If you're not sure what to say, listen online to this again. And go tell them that. The church for too long has said, oh, well, you're evil. You know, you're bound for hell. You may not make it. I want, you, I want to tell you, Jesus Christ died and rose again for every one of us so that we could be adopted children of God. Why would we want to tell them negative junk? But you can walk out of here and you can tell them because of the love of God, you today 
can become an adopted child of God with all of its privileges, and you could become an heir with Jesus Christ. That means my dad will pay my bills. You ask the people from the school, I tell them, we live on God's credit card. I'm serious. And he takes care of us. Always have, always will. Amen? You see, I'm going out to tell them what? Tell them that. And then live it before them. Then live it before them. And let them know it's real. Let's sing, send me.